Well, hello, YouTube Power Hour Squad. Erica here with another episode for you. And this one is a solo cast. It's just me here sharing some of my thoughts. And I've really been enjoying doing these. And I know you guys are liking them too. So I'm just kind of going with what I feel and bringing up some topics and things that seem to come up a lot and addressing them here on the podcast so that you might be able to gain some insight and hopefully help you with your YouTube journey. And today's episode, I'm going to be talking about nine things, nine really important things to remember when you're feeling bad about your channel. The thing is with YouTube is that there's so many ups and there's so many downs and it's definitely a roller coaster. It's not the kind of career path that is steady eddy. <laughs> it's very up and very down. The highs are great. They're amazing. And that's what you hear about, right? You hear about all these people and these videos on YouTube, like how to make all this money from one video and how to get, you know, a hundred thousand subscribers and all, you know, all this amazing stuff, which is great. That's a huge part of YouTube. That's why people do it. The highs are so incredible. The amount of visibility that you can get from YouTube and the amount of impact you can have simply by having a YouTube channel that people connect with, that they jive with, that they feel good about and they want to tune in and they follow is pretty big. And there's a lot of amazing benefits that comes from that. And at the same time though, when things are high, they do, they do go down sometimes. And so there is this kind of dark side of YouTube that a lot of people don't always talk about. There is a lot of YouTube creators that are dealing with anxiety and other mental health things as it relates to their channel. And that's why I want to bring up some of these things today. Some of these things that I see a lot of my students and clients experience. And what's great is that we are a community here at, uh, you know, Zero to Influence. We have our monthly membership and people become friends and we're a community and that's a huge part of it too is having that supportive community. I'm going to talk about that. But you know, if you've, I want to, so that's what the topic is of today's episodes and I'm going to go deep into that. But before that, I do want to let you guys know if you don't know already, maybe you haven't, you know, been on my email list or you're not following me on Instagram or you're not in the Facebook group, but I have opened up registration for my free masterclass, which is called the Road to 100,000 YouTube Subscribers Masterclass. You guys, this is a free class and this is for anybody. This is open to anybody. Um, I'm super excited for this. I've been working on it for months. I've been working on it for a really long time. I'm pumped. I'm excited. And it's absolutely free. So... Register for the free class at ericavira.net forward slash masterclass. And when you register, you will get a free little workbook that goes along with it. For those of you guys that have taken my bootcamp and part of my clients, you know, I love to go all in with this teaching. Like I love to do 
uh, provide you guys with workbooks so that you really get the most out of this training. And in the training, I'm going to talk about obstacles that could be holding you back from YouTube. I'm going to be talking about the mistakes that I see so many of my clients make. And then I'm going to be talking about my zero to influence YouTube success framework. And it's basically this free class is there to teach you and share some awesome success stories and just give you guys some additional insight and information uh, about YouTube and succeeding on YouTube. So I'm super, super excited for that. And it's also a kickoff to my bootcamp as well, which is going to be opening up enrollment soon. And yeah, I'm super excited about it. So if you want to go and be part of this free masterclass, go to ericavira.net forward slash masterclass. Links for that will also be in the show notes and in the um, email newsletter as well, if you get that. All right. So I want you to think about as I'm talking to you about some of these maybe worries that you have or negative thoughts. Think about are, are some of these issues that you have experienced? Because the following are issues that I see come up time and time again with my students and my clients. The first thing, and this is something that I talked extensively about in, la I think it was last week's episode, all about comparison. I call it comparisonitis. This is huge. I think this is probably the biggest issue that comes up. That's why I dedicate an entire episode talking about it. But it's really people of all sizes, whether they're 1,000 subscribers, 10,000, 100,000, a million, looking at people that are bigger than them, comparing their channel to them, wondering why they're not getting the brand deals or speaking gigs or the views or the comments or whatever, right? And like I've said before, YouTube does kind of encourage this comparison just by virtue of the way the platform is set up with your view count being visible to everybody, the subscriber count being visible to everybody. I mean, how many of you guys are guilty of scrolling the comments when you're watching a video, right? And it's a very interactive experience, but you can see blatantly how many comments there are, how many likes, how many dislikes, how many views. So YouTube just kind of lends itself to that. So it's not, I don't want to say it's like your fault that, you know, you, you're this comparison. Why am I, what's wrong with me? I'm, you know, comparing myself all the time. It's, I mean, the platform kind of leads itself to that. So you, you do have to take extra steps and extra precautions not to let that really hinder your success on YouTube. The other thing I see a lot of is burnout. Burnout happens a lot on YouTube and a lot of it stems from FOMO, right? The, the, the fear of missing out if you're not going to upload, fear of missing out on views on subscribers, fear that your subscribers are going to forget about you, right? So then you've got to post time and time again. And then a lot of people experience burnout. On the other end of the spectrum is guilt, guilt from maybe wanting to take a break, Maybe why don't take a break from answering comments and uploading videos? And this especially goes for, you know, those of you that are full-time doing this and that are uploading two or three videos a week and saying, I need a break, but then feeling guilty about it because you've got this group of amazing subscribers who watch every single video, right? But you, you need a break and then you feel guilty about that. Uh, the other issue um, I see is... Trolls. I mean, trolls is huge. That's another big part of YouTube. That's another thing that is, I think, worse on YouTube than any other platform. And a huge thing is it it's comes down to the fact that um, there's a lot of anonymity with these comments. You know, people are able to leave comments and not have to tell you to your face, oh, this video sucks. I hate it. And I hate you, right? <laughs> I mean, these trolls kind of go there. 
and um, it can get it can be pretty daunting. The other issue that I see come up a lot is negative validation. So the thing is with with YouTube is that it's a very personal platform. It really, if if you have the type of channel where it's you and you're the personal brand and you're there speaking and talking and it's about you and your life or your expertise and you're there, it's hard not to let's say, you know, take things personally when people say things about you. And, you know, a lot of times you have your own insecurities and, you know, having this YouTube channel, there is, you might put a hyper-focus on the things that you don't like about yourself when you're, you know, watching them or maybe receiving comments. You're like, ah, it's, you already had that type of insecurity. And now these comments that are coming out, maybe people are talking about it. And so now it's confirming these negative thoughts that, that you have. And so it's basically validating these worst thoughts that you have about yourself. Um, and then finally, the, the last thing I see a lot of is this imposter syndrome. And this is something that happens. I, it happens even more so as you get bigger. Like even when you get bigger, you're like, oh my God, like, do I really belong here? Should I even be talking about this? I've got hundreds of thousands of people watching me or even thousands of people watching me. And now do, do I really deserve that, right? So there's this kind of idea and feeling that you're not really good enough to be teaching what you're, you're talking about or be sharing, you know? So those are the things that I see that come up time and time again as issues. The first is comparison. Second is burnout. Third is guilty trolls, negative validation, and imposter syndrome. So when these types of feelings and stuff start to come up, I want you to think about the the following nine thoughts or nine considerations that I want you to kind of listen, maybe write about, journal about, remember, tuck in your back pocket whenever these types of things come up. So the first thing is, and for those of you that have been part of my programs, for those of you that listen to this podcast pretty regularly, you you probably know what I'm going to say. And the first thing is your why. I cannot get over and overemphasize the importance of, of alignment to your why. And you really want to remember what is the original reason why you decided to start on YouTube. And I think this is even more important if you're somebody who's been at YouTube for a while, you've achieved some success, and you're now kind of going through the motions. Maybe you are doing this full time or you're almost there and you've got a nice little audience and you've maybe forgotten about that initial passion and reason why you decided to start on YouTube. And a lot of people do get caught up in the numbers, the followings and all that. And then they lose sight of that initial why, that passion, that purpose. And the thing that I say all the time is that your why has to be bigger than your fears and your insecurities and all these things that I just listed before. It has to be bigger than that for you to be able to continue to write it out and continue to overcome these low points so that you can experience these high points. And you really want to, and I say this all the time, and I say this with love, you need to get over yourself. You've got to get over yourself and stop worrying about what you're worrying about and allow your why to truly come to fruition and to truly blossom. Because what I see comes in the way of most people's success is really their own fears, their own insecurities. And then that's when I say, get over yourself because your purpose here is much bigger than that. And if you get in your own way, you will never see that come to light. And it'll be really your own fault because it's the way that you have 
perceived, say, these negative thoughts and you've internalized them and now made it so that you are not the best version of yourself. You're not showing up and you're not as creative as you could be because you're just crippled by a lot of these fears and these insecurities. So connecting with your why really allows you to ride above that and focus on that and use that as a shining beacon of light that you follow and that you focus and you don't get distracted by anything else. Number two, the second thing to think about is have you fostered a community? So this is really, really important. And I talk about this a lot is the importance of really being deliberate about who you're creating content for, because the more deliberate that you are with your content in regards to who it's for, who you're trying to attract your true fan, the better you will be at creating a very strong, loyal, knit, close-knit community. And the reason why you want that is because that close-knit community serves almost as like a little army against the negativity. These are your ride and dies. And you know, a lot of the big guys have that, right? Um, a lot of the big YouTubers have their close, close group of subscribers that are ride or die. And you want those because those become your army. They become almost like your shield against the negativity and the negative talk. And it also allows you to feel really good in, when you're creating the content because you know that you're going to have these people that are ride or die and they're going to love you and love everything that you put out. This is a, a great quote that I love from author Kurt Vonnegut. And he says, write to please just, and he's a writer, so he's talking about writing, but I think it actually applies here in uh, you know YouTube creation and content creation on YouTube. He says, write to please just one person. If you open a window and make love to the world, so to speak, your story will get pneumonia. So you you can't just create content for the, you know, female mom. Well, female mom, I guess that's like the same thing, but like for for the mom, you know, the new mom or for the beauty lover or for the working woman. It's so broad. Like you really, really want to be specific with who you're creating content for because then those people will find you and then you'll have that close-knit community. And then you'll have that little shield and army when times the going gets tough. So number three, something to think about. Let me get a little bit of sip of my coffee. So because my throat's getting a little bit dry. Hold on. Okay. I'm a huge coffee drinker. I love my coffee. And it's actually, so you guys know, it's like almost four o'clock and I'm still drinking coffee, but I drink decaf. So um, shout out to those of you that drink coffee in the afternoon. But um, so, and I don't do it for the caffeine. I drink decaf all day long. It's, it's the taste. I love the taste of coffee. I love it. Love it. Okay. So number three thing to think about is, is your self-worth tied to your channel? So I also think this really applies to those of you that are further along in your journeys that maybe YouTube is your full-time situation and your job is a YouTube influencer, but it can happen also, I think, at the smaller size as well. Because if your self-worth is tied to your channel, it becomes very, very dangerous. I think this is also really dangerous for those of you, maybe those of you listening are moms and you have kids that are on YouTube or you're thinking about putting your child onto YouTube. 
because when young people get, you know, very young people, they get this success on YouTube, it becomes their whole identity. And when their identity is tied to their YouTube channel, then they're really, really vulnerable to to sinking and to spiraling because if that channel for some reason ends up not doing well or video doesn't do well or you get some kind of backlash, you get caught up in whatever and there's this whole cancel culture thing that's going on, which has a whole nother topic, then if your self-worth is tied with your channel and your channel for some reason is in that low point, right? Like I said, with YouTube, there's high points and there's low points and your channels is at that low point, then you yourself become in that low point. And then what ends up happening is that it becomes very difficult to climb out of that hole because it's not just your channel that's now on the down, it's you as well. And so then you fall into say a depression or whatever it is. And then it's very difficult to climb out of that. So if if your channels and your self-worth is tied to your channel, you can easily end up almost ruining your channel and yourself because you can't get out of those low points. So it's really important to basically have a life outside of your channel, hobbies, friends, family. It's so important to maintain those relationships that you have outside of your channel. Because if your channel, something happens to it, then you still have that support and that life outside of your YouTube channel so that your entire life is not over if something happens to your channel. So that's really important. Something to think about. Maybe it's not something that really applies to you, but it's something to be aware of as you're on the road to possibly being more of a full-time creator, it's definitely something to think about that it's so important to maintain your relationships and your life beyond your YouTube channel. Uh, Number four is what I said before is comparisonitis, comparing yourself to others. So what what I want you to, to think about if this is something that you're dealing with is, you know, if you have a certain person that you are, say, comparing yourself against or a certain group of people, you want to think is those people, that person's success Is it taking anything away from you having yours? And the reality is, is it's not. Their success has absolutely nothing to do with you. You might think it does, but it really doesn't. It has nothing to do with you and the path that you're on. You're on your own unique path and that person has nothing to do with, with you. And the thing is too, is that the success that we want to achieve that's usually all that we end up seeing. And then we don't see everything that you've done to get yourself to this point. So if you're at a thousand subscribers, all you're seeing is 10,000 or a hundred thousand. You're not seeing the fact that you got to a thousand, right? Or same thing if you're at a hundred thousand and you're thinking, I want to get to a million and that's all you're focusing on. And you're like, you know, my friends that now passed me and they're at half a million now or whatever it is. And you're not looking at the fact that you've done so much to get to 100,000 and that there are so many people that would love to get to that point, right? So you just, you just got to first give yourself some grace and a pat on the back of to where you've been so far. I mean, even if you're at a point where you only have a couple hundred subscribers, well, you've gotten started. There's people who haven't even gotten started yet. And they're looking at you as a fact that, oh my gosh, like, I, I, I wish I could at least be there, Right. 
um, with a few hundred subscribers creating content and having a game plan. And so you want to give yourself some grace and you want to give yourself a pat on the back on what you've done so far. And that, you know, you've heard this before, but if you've had videos that had a couple hundred views, that's, that's, you know, a couple hundred people is, is something. Think about that many people in a movie theater and a, um, in a room and giving a speech, right? So we tend not to value the, what we bring to others. We, we tend not to value what we've done and brought to others. And you really want to put some value into that and give yourself, uh, um, just a pat on the back for what you've done so far. And know that there is space for so many people out there. And we're still at the, I think the just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to really what's going to be happening with YouTube and more and more people getting onto YouTube. And um, there's, there's a lot more. There's a lot more that's coming. And I know that. So if you're here and you're, you're on YouTube, you're still, you're, there's still a lot of opportunity for you. So don't get discouraged by that. And don't waste your time comparing yourself to others because honestly, it just serves as a distraction and it helps, it makes you lose sight of what you're really trying to achieve. Your energy is much spent creating content and create really, really, really good content, not being sucked down this vortex of comparison and feeling bad about yourself and where your channel's at. All right. Number five is what are your strengths? You know, what are your strengths? That's huge. A lot of people forget. They, they actually don't put value in their strengths. They think, oh, it's no big deal because they end up being, they're maybe surrounded by a bunch of people that are in the same situation because that's who they hang out with. But in the grand scheme of things, that's a strength. That's something unique. I want to mention a quote from one of my favorite marketers, Gary Vanderchuk. And he says, Try to get to a place where you understand yourself and what your strengths are, then go all in on them. And so there's so much power in really understanding how you stand out from the pack and what makes you special, what makes you unique, what makes what are your strengths. And this is something that I really go deep on in my boot camp. And it's something that, you know, I like to spend some time on because I believe it's what leads to what I like to call your clickable presence, right? And this clickable presence really stems from you understanding and harnessing what your strengths are. And you have to understand what it is. And so once you you do and you really, really lean into that, then what I talked about also earlier, that imposter syndrome doesn't become you know, it's always going to be there, I feel, even as you get bigger. But when you're focusing on your strengths, then you know you're presenting the best of yourself. All right. So the next thing to think about is, do you have a community of friends on YouTube? This is really big too, because having a community of supportive friends, people that you can talk to, who you can text, you can message that are within this world of YouTube really provides support because if you don't, then it becomes very lonely. You're trying to talk to your, your spouse, your boyfriend, your, your mom, a sister, sibling, a friend. And they're like, okay, wait, what, what's, what do you mean? Or, you know, what's a thumbnail or what's, Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Right. I mean, they don't really, they don't really know. They don't know the insides and outs. And so 
100% I'd recommend you finding a group of people that you can, it's not even about collaborating with, that you can commiserate with, that you can vent to when you're feeling bad. And I know in my boot camp, a lot of my students, they learn so much from the course and the class and everything. And But one of the things they say they love so much about it is this community that they're now a part of and they've made some lifelong friends, like legitimate lifelong friends. I mean, one incredible thing that I love with the boot camp is that people just do their own meetups. I don't set them up. I've had meetups all over, all over the world, meetups even in Netherlands and here in LA and on the East Coast and in Northern California. I mean, it's 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 inevitable. You have, once you're in this group of people and you say, hey, we live near each other. We're part of, you know, this boot camp or whatever it is. And we do YouTube. Let's get together. I mean, that's really, really cool. And I think it's really important. So, you know, obviously um, I'm partial. So I would love for you to join the boot camp if you haven't. Um, when I open up doors for enrollment. Uh, but you can also join Facebook groups. I have my free YouTube Power Hour Facebook group and we have different threads on there and you can start, you know, chatting with people and, hey, I'm from here. Oh my gosh, we're nearby. Go to events. Events is huge for meeting people, especially go to local events because as as much as you can, even if it's not a YouTube one, maybe it's a blogging one or something related to the industry because then you'll know those people are near you and in your area. Um, events are, are really big on, on meeting people. You can even meet, you know, doesn't have to be local, could be regional events. Um, and then you can meet a group of people that you can chat with on, you know, uh, text or, or whatever. And so finding that group of people is really, really, really important. All right. Number seven is do not measure your success on numbers. And I know that's really hard to do because like I said before, the numbers are staring you right smack in the middle of your face, but you want to measure your success on impact. And, you know, one of the things that I recommend people do, and I know I've talked to other large YouTube creators that do this, is that they'll create kind of like a pump up board, right? It's a board where they'll take all their best, um, their best comments, like really positive comments, like really heartfelt ones that people leave and say, Hey, oh my gosh, this video meant so much to me, or I follow you. I love you. And what you've said has really changed my life, all these types of things. And, um, they'll screenshot them and they'll put them on, um, make like a document and put it on a board and hang it up, hang it up in their room in their filming room or where they get up or go to sleep at night. I mean, your brain is so impressionable right before you go into bed and right when you wake up and when you're seeing that positivity, you're constantly reminded of your why and your purpose. And so, um, and, and it comes down to really focusing on the impact that you're making and not the numbers, but the impact. And I think that's what it really comes down to is ultimately most people in their heart of hearts, they want to make a, make a change and make a positive impact and, and measure your success on that. And an, an easy reminder is to take all those comments and put them together somewhere and put it somewhere where you can see on a, on a day-to-day basis. All right. Number eight is a practical application. And this is really, you know, having control over your comments. So, you know, YouTube does have some tools. I know that uh, TubeBuddy that I love and work with, they have tools as well. If you don't have TubeBuddy, definitely try the free version. Um, You can use my link, um, TubeBuddy.com forward slash beauty in the vlog. And I do have a 20% off code 
think it's Beauty in the Vlog. I'll have to look it up and put it in the show notes if you're not on TubeBuddy yet. But um, there's definitely a lot of different tools where you can have, you know, moderate the comments. Um, you can put a list of block words where you have to approve those comments in order to put out there. You can even do, at some point, you can even have somebody moderate your comments for you so you don't have to see any negative comments, right? They, you know, someone moderating and maybe it's a friend, a family member, um, or if you're big enough, maybe an assistant or somebody that it works for you and they can handle that for you and um just to prove the the nice ones and not you know not any of the new ones out of sight out of mind right why clutter your mind with that negativity so definitely um find a way to um you know regulate and, and have control over your comments and last but not least is to basically also and this is as it relates to trolls right we haven't talked um in detail about trolls yet but like I said at the beginning, because of the comments, uh, being able to like give a comment anonymously, that anonymity really lends itself to sometimes some pretty nasty behavior. And you know, people, because they're not having to face a person face to face, they feel more entitled and more free to just say some really mean things. And it's really coming down to shifting your perspective on who these trolls are. I personally think of trolls and people that are willing to say mean, spiteful things as cowards because they're, they're, they are cowards because would they say that to you face to face? Who knows? Maybe they would, but probably not. And, you know, if they're actually spending the time to go onto YouTube and your video and then take the effort and time to make you feel bad or belittle you or say something mean, then it's like, oh God, who are these people? Like who really does that, right? And then they're, they're just cowards. They're just nasty people. So it's like shift your perspective on them and don't don't waste your precious time and energy on these people. Like don't give them your power because the second they're able to, to basically affect you in some way, shape, or form, then you've handed your power to them right? So if you don't allow them to get to you and you don't allow those negative comments to phase you, then you're holding on to your power. Then they can't affect you. And it's like shifting your mindset of like, these people are losers. They're trolls. They're losers. I don't care what they think. And really having that, that very strong mindset and that armor and that protective shield, because you have to protect and guard your mentality, your mental health, because the survival of your YouTube channel depends on it. And that's really what this entire episode is about, is I provided you nine different considerations and thoughts and ways that you can arm yourself against negative, um, thinking negatively and going down that spiral, because that will really affect the success of your channel. It's crippling, it's debilitating, and it won't allow you to achieve the goals that you really want to achieve. So just to recap the nine things to think about is first, connect with and align with your why. Number two, foster a very tight-knit, close community of viewers. Number three, 
is your self-worth tied to your channel? Number four, comparison, comparisonitis. Number five is um, what are your strengths and lean all into that. Number six, get a close group of YouTube friends. Number seven, don't measure your success on numbers, but on the impact that you're making. Number eight, have control over your comments. And number nine, shift your perspective on who the trolls are. So I hope this was helpful for you. I would love for you to share with me uh, your thoughts if you've ever experienced any of these things. Uh, please share them with me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Leave a comment. I always post a um, a post <laughs> uh, about the the podcast episode. So share it there. Um, and I would love to hear how if if you've experienced any of these and if some of these things might help you get through. Uh, those low points. And don't forget, I'm having my free masterclass. So make sure you register because there are also only going to be, I think it, that free class can fill up. So make sure you register and then you'll also get your free workbook that goes along with it. The class is awesome. You guys have spent months creating it. Go to ericavira.net forward slash masterclass. And I will see you then. Mwah. Without hesitation, I signed up for Erica's boot camp this year and it just wrapped up recently and it seriously changed my life. Because of this boot camp, I was able to capitalize on a current trend and gain over 10,000 views on one of my videos. Before this boot camp, I was lucky if I could get 100 views. Boot camp is for you if you like I was, are putting a lot of time and effort into your channel without seeing tangible results. I even hit my goal of 5,000 subscribers during the bootcamp, growing almost 2,000 subscribers in just 90 days. You know, during the bootcamp, I had some breakthroughs and gained, I don't know how many subscribers in one month, I think 10,000 from the bootcamp. During the time of the bootcamp, one of my videos even hit 70,000 views and I surpassed 1,000 subscribers. I have created relationships where I will be friends with people for life. My channel is at 18,400 subscribers now. I have increased my watch time by about 30 or 40 seconds, which is awesome. I feel kind of like an SEO genius now, and I feel like my videos have a better quality to them overall. I feel like taking this boot camp helped me to really niche down and find that one area that I was super passionate about making videos about. I started this boot camp with only 9,000 138 subscribers. Now I have 11,375 subscribers and it's just growing each and every day thanks to Erica. Even after the first week I knew that the bootcamp was one of the, do you know what, the best decision I had ever made for myself let alone just my YouTube channel. Do you work really hard on your YouTube channel, listen to all the marketing experts and do all the hacks, tricks and strategies but are just not seeing the results that you want? Or are you lost as to where to start? Does the platform seem overwhelming with a lot to learn? And are you yearning for a community of people who understand your vision of being a YouTube influencer? Hi, I'm Erica Vieira. And if you answered yes to any of those questions, I want you to seriously consider the Zero to Influence YouTube Bootcamp. You will be joining the hundreds of bootcampers who have discovered their unique niche and have clarity with their purpose on YouTube. This isn't just another course about YouTube. This is an experience and an opportunity for you to really discover your unique purpose and niche on YouTube, which will translate into views, subscribers, and most importantly, 
influence, and impact. Let me change your life, or at least let me change your YouTube channel for the better. Go to ericavira.net forward slash bootcamp to add your name to the waitlist so you are first to be notified when I open enrollment. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. ericavira.net forward slash bootcamp.